Magic Detective, starring the world's greatest living magician, Blackstone. He tells you the inside story of The Message from Nowhere. And right after the story, Blackstone will explain tricks that you yourself can perform. Reveal the guarded secrets of the world's greatest living magician. Blackstone, the magic detective. Tell me, Rhoda, what's that kid Slate doing among all Blackstone's magic equipment? Looks sort of out of place somehow. That's not just a kid Slate, John. It has great powers. Through it, spirits from the outer darkness can converse to us mere mortals. What are you talking about? Words from the other worlds come to us by that Slate, John Hancock. Put it on that easel over there and I'll show you. Say, hadn't we better wait for Blackstone before we do the trick? This isn't a trick, Don. This is the voice of the spirit. All right. Here's the slate on the easel. <laughs> I bet this flops. Mumbo, jumbo, abracadabra. Right, right, oh ye spirits. Now, turn the slate over. Why, it says, happy birthday to Don. Is it your birthday, Don? Yes, Blackstone. That's the funny part about it. Well, I see Rhoda's been communing with the spirits. Well, how on earth would the spirits know that it's my birthday? The spirits know everything. Hey, I remember now. Rhoda, I told you that today was my birthday, and somehow you wrote it on the slate. Why, Dan Hancock, you heard me calling to the spirits with your own ears. Oh, it's all right, Rhoda. It's a swell trick, and I would have been completely baffled. But I remember telling you about my birthday. You remember the last time you did some special writing on the slate, Rhoda? Oh, I'll never forget it. He thinks there's a story in this. He thinks you think right, and quite a story. I was out in Hollywood making a picture when it all started. Rhoda and I arrived one morning to find everyone on the set to serve. Nobody's doing anything, Blackstone. Look at all those people huddled together over there talking. We're supposed to start rehearsing in a few minutes and nobody's working at all. Yes, I wonder what's the matter. Blackstone. Oh, I'm so glad to see you. Alicia Wingate, movie star. Well, 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 it's been a long time since you worked with me, Alicia. Oh, don't tell anyone how long, Blackstone. I'm supposed to be just 23. <laughs> uh, this is Rhoda Brandt, Alicia. She's taken your place in the act. How do you do? Hello. When I see your pictures, I just can't imagine that you were the girl the Blackstone cut in half. <laughs> Sometimes I find it sort of hard to remember myself. Alicia, what's the matter this morning? No one seems to be doing any work. The set isn't ready for the act. Haven't you heard? Heard hmm? what? About Baby Lou. The child star? Yes. Stephen Phillips, the producer, got another of those dreadful letters this morning. What dreadful letters? A kidnap threat. Oh, just some crank, probably. No, they don't seem to think so. Baby Lou was sent away last week. Phillips himself sent her to keep her hidden until they can track this down. Everyone is frantic. Oh, here's Stephen now. Hello, Steve. Hello. Any more news? Not since the letter this morning. Steve, it's dreadful, that poor baby. I know. She's such a sweet child. Everybody adores her. Steve, is the studio going to pay? Pay? You mean she's been kidnapped already? No. But the letter said that if $50,000 isn't sent to some address by noon today, she would be. Well, the studio's going to do it, aren't they? 
No. You see, the higher-ups feel that as long as she hasn't been actually kidnapped, there's no need to pay. How dreadful. Oh, I've argued and pleaded, but they won't listen. I can't move them. But they sent Baby Lou away to keep her safe. I did that myself, on my own initiative. It's lucky she was between pictures, or there would have been the devil to pay. I don't know why, but I feel those letters mean business. So do I, Steve. Well, I've done everything I can. If the kid were my own, I couldn't be crazier about her. We've just got to hope, that's all. I've got her hidden, so no one knows where she is. That's the best I can do. Well, we better get to work. Hey, Bill, get those lights set. You, Joe, got the camera ready? Places, everybody. Places. I wish I could get this thing out of my mind. I won't be able to act for sour apples. Well, come on, Blackstone. It's going to be fun having you saw me in half after all these years. <laughs> oh, uh, Rhoda, yes, uh, I forgot the magic slate. Would you mind running out to the dressing room and getting it for me? Okay, be back in a minute. Uh, Dave, you take over the rehearsal, will you? If anything comes up, you can reach me at home. Oh, where on the sun did the boss leave that slate? It should be right here. Oh. There it is, right in the desk. I'll take it out to Blackstone. Hello, right? We've got to snatch the kid after all. The company won't pony up the dough just on those threatening letters. <laughs> the kid's out of my place at San Joaquin. I've told the nurse to bring her into town on the 1143 train. We'll grab her at the station in Los Angeles. Oh, who is it? I can't seem to recognize the voice. Yeah, I'll be there. I doubt the nurse would get into a strange car. Oh, just open the door and see we'll who... We'll settle with the nurse when we get to the hideout. Don't worry. She won't talk after we get through with her. Glory day, you'll kill the nurse and meet you with his body. Okay. See you at the station, remember? So long. Oh, it's hung up. I'll open the door before he gets away. Who's there? Who's there? Come out from behind that door. Well, if you won't talk, I'll break you Sprint. Hello. What are you doing here? Nothing. Well, that is Blackstone asked me the equipment for the act. I mean, I was just walking by and... And you overheard that phone conversation. Me? Oh, no. No, I, I'm just a little deaf. Uh, that is very deaf. I mean... You mean you heard every word I said? Come on. I'm taking you with me. Now, get moving. You can't do that. Blackstone will expect me to be here, and if I don't show up... You'll write Mr. Blackstone a little note saying you had a headache and went home. I won't write it. I think you will. I won't write it. You write the note, all right. I'll come on back into Blackstone's dressing room. That's it. I'll sit down at that desk and write what I tell you. Dear Mr. Blackstone, I have a bad headache, so I am going... I am going back to the hotel. See you tonight. Sincerely, Rhoda. That's funny. She seemed all right this morning. Ready, Mr. Blackstone? Uh, as soon as I get the plate. Oh, uh, there comes the boy with it now. Thank you, son. And uh, now I'm ready. Places, everybody. Lights. Camera. Action. You will now see the spirits writing on the plate. Will you pick a card? I have one. Look at it without letting me see it. Now, when I say the word, look at that slate over there on the easel. The name of the card you've chosen will be written there. Look at the slate. But there's nothing written here. Turn the slate over. What does it say? 
Does it give the name of your card? No. No, it doesn't. The trick didn't work, Blackstone. What's going on there? What's the idea? Well, look. The message here says kidnappers, Los Angeles Station, 1143. His road is writing. Uh, quick, call the police. Have them meet that train. Hurry. <laughs> There's Brady Lou, getting into that car. Stop them! Heaven, the police are here. The road is in that car. And Steve Phillips. They've got them. The baby's safe. And so is Rhoda. You mean that Stephen Phillips, the producer, was the kidnapper? That's right, Don. He cooked up this plan to raise a great deal of money that he needed badly. He figured that no one would suspect him. And he had the baby all the time. He knew where she was. He never really thought he'd have to actually kidnap her. He thought the movie company would pay off on the threats. If Rhoda hadn't overheard him. Or if you hadn't been a magician so I could leave a message for you. How did you leave that message, Rhoda? I scratched it on the magic plate with a fingernail of my left hand while I was writing the note to Blackstone with my right. And so another mystery was solved by magic. And now for a trick with some cigarettes, Don. Uh, do you have those packs handy, Rhoda? Yeah. Here they are. Five of them. How many cigarettes do you want? One from each pack. Oh, by the way, Don, is your favorite brand among them? Oh, yes. There it is. Uh, seven stars. What a name for a cigarette. Well, anyway, we'll use it. Now, watch exactly what I do. I'm watching. Well, I pick up one cigarette, show it, and drop it in this hat. Okay, that's fair enough. And then another, and another. Uh, there goes the seven stars. Just like the rest of them. A fourth, and a fifth. Well, they're all in the hat. Is the trick over? No, it's just beginning. We'll let Rhoda shake the hat to mix the cigarette. Yep, here goes. All right, Don. If you know your own brand so well, you ought to be able to reach in the hat and pick it right up. You mean without a chance to smoke it? That's right. By magnetism, nothing more. Oh, that's impossible. All those cigarettes were the same size. None have cork tips. And well, Rhoda's shaking them in the hat. That's enough, Rhoda. Okay. Just hold the hat high so I can't see into it. Want me to pick out your favorite brand, Don? Well, that would be real magic if you could. What do you mean, cool? Look, I reach into the hat and feel your cigarettes and... Here it is. Uh, don't tell me that's a seven star. Well, look at the name on it, Don. You'll see I'm right. Say, it is a seven star. Then smoke it after you've finished your next announcement. Ah, oh, wait a moment. You don't get off that easy. How did you happen to pick my brand? If you can't guess how, Don, Blackstone will tell you after you finish the announcement. <laughs> Blackstone, what about the cigarette trick? Finding the brand? It was easy. Look, I'll show you. Uh, here's five fresh cigarettes for the trick. All right. I take up the first cigarette and show it. Then I drop it into the hat. You notice anything? I know. Well, while I was showing the cigarette, I held it in the center. Yes, I noticed that much. And I rolled it back and forth between my thumb and fingers like this. You didn't notice that part, did you, Don? Well, no. It's so natural. When I came to your brand, Don, I pressed hard when I rolled it. I'll do it slowly. Like this. 
Hey, you're practically flattening the middle of that cigarette. Not quite, Don. You, you just off me. And that's enough. I handle the rest of them more gently. Now compare them, Don. Why, the cigarette you pressed is all spongy in the middle. And the others are firm. Tight as a rock, almost. Well, that's the answer, Don. When you reach in the hat, just find the one you soften me. And it'll be the brand you want. And that's how it's done. I hope you like that trick, ladies and gentlemen. And until next time, this is Blackstone saying good magic and goodbye. Next time, when the world's greatest living magician, Blackstone, tells us the story of the Riddle of the Red Rose and explains more tricks that you yourself can perform. Listen in again to Blackstone, the world's greatest living magician. Blackstone.